Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of The Usual Podcast, a podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, wait Marshall, a second. I, and with me wait, wait, is wait, my wait, co-host, Will. He is wait, interrupting. Go. Wait. You're interrupting. You do the best podcast of all time, but I just screwed that up. I was trying to do the Kanye joke. I'm going to let you finish, but and I got some comments other? about the best podcast of all time. What was the other Kanye thing? Remember the other Kanye thing? There's so many Kanye things. No, remember he was the one where he uh, he said, but don't look at me. Yeah, but don't he, look at me. He said, don't talk to me. It was a don't talk to oh, me. Oh, yeah, don't talk to me. Don't talk to when anybody you're talking I know. <laughs> when you're talking to anybody else, don't talk about me. Are we going uh, on already? No, I am interrupting to, before the Kraken takes hold of me, oh. uh, to uh, bring up a couple of mistakes we made in this the... This early in the show. Well, I, I told you, before the Kraken gets hold. I had a limp of the Kraken myself. Continue. Sebastian Shaw is the man who did the <laughs> physical attributes of Darth Vader. Yes. Indeed. David Prowse is the face. I almost called you on it, but I felt, I was like, dude, you usually know this stuff. And I have been drinking all day. And, you yeah, know, I let it ride. And uh, we got the heat on Twitter. We did. I believe it was from Redna. So well, thanks for pointing that out, and also one of like three people. <laughs> yeah, and also thanks to the Bad Feeling Boys for pointing oh, out. Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, I haven't gone back to listen to it. This is a uh, we were talking about Preacher, right? The show with Seth Rogen as producing, and it was in relation to The Walking Dead, and I can't remember what we said, but um, they are not related, other than they're both on AMC and they both have the same sort of vibe. Indeed, um, they're not done by the same people. If I said that, I'm mistaken. Uh, I was thinking Walking Dead is done by the same guy who does Outcast, which right. is another comic book. And look, um, honestly, dude, I've never taken this all that seriously. I love to report news and stuff, but if I'm wrong, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. So, But I do appreciate I haven't slept since then. Okay. Well, I do appreciate people pointing now. out. Well, yeah, you've been <laughs> yawning all night. So, But I really think that, um, that it's important that people point out to us when we screw up. <laughs> And we'll come back and have a nice apology moment right in the beginning of my goddamn podcast. Okay. Although I, I do find it funny oh. that last week was the time when I said, hey, people start tweeting me. Yeah. And, and Which I, mean, I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, so thanks. Uh, but tweet me the good stuff, too. <laughs> tweet him nothing good. Anyway, I'm sitting here enjoying my usual frosty beverage. Will is as well. Um, fortunately, he interrupted before I even got to say that part of it. What you drinking, dude? Uh, I'm drinking the Kraken again. Mm. Um, so, yes. The Kraken's good. I was just in San Diego, and I was at my brother-in-law's wedding, which is why I missed Extra Life and all that other kind of stuff, and we'll talk about more of that later. Yeah, you don't care about the kids. I love the kids, but... That sounds weird. But, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to participate in the... Con- in, in, I wanted to participate, is what I meant to say. But uh, while I was in San Diego... As we know, because we go down there once a year, there are dozens and dozens of awesome breweries. And uh, we went to this place for lunch near the hotel where my brother-in-law got married. They didn't have anything on tap, but they had some really nice beers. And they had a couple of the Green Flash Brewing Company beers. And I had a couple of those. And so tonight, in honor of that, my local Safeway had a Green Flash called La Freak. 
and it is a Belgian style Imperial Belgian style Imperial IPA. It's lovely. Is it say chic? Well, look, it's a La Freak. Say chic. Are we gonna go there? <laughs> Freak out. Okay, that's a reference for you, forty and up. Oh god! <laughs> See, once you have to explain it, then it goes away. Then it gets worse. I hate you. Indeed. Before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com, email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com, and find us on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, and Sotor Network. Uh, I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at IMO Griggs. We're on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Please give us another... Look, this is like two or three weeks now. Look, guys, I, I love my listeners. Trust me. And we know you're there. Because I see the numbers. Right. Um, oh, I And I'm bad it. at doing this, too. But, I mean, just... For fun, give us a rating just so we can get past Lucky 13. Yeah, I should tell you, though, that I think it's my mom who's downloading 200 episodes a week. So we have no listeners. Pretty much. Indeed. Well, <laughs> that's too bad. <laughs> Your mom's very busy. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Patreon.com slash usual podcast. Uh, we are going to do a drawing next episode. We are. Next and episode is 40. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to come up with some other ideas. I know Nick is willing to volunteer hypercrate i might break that up a little bit and do some other stuff uh we'll see how it goes but and i really like to get to that uh 15 an episode milestone which doesn't seem like a whole lot but you know i want not, to do the round table we're not there i want to get all these people on the show so help us out a buck or two an episode and uh it'll be fun and of course if you want to go crazy 10 bucks an episode or more i should say Ooh. uh for a significant amount of time i'm just saying two weeks at this point uh we'll send you some beer and some socks from Very my nice. from my wife's shop, Pippi's Long Stockings, and and it's all good, all that's good. I'm wearing socks from your uh, shop right now. I am never not, so, so now, show off. So now it's awkward. AudibleTrial.com/slash/usualpodcast. Um, I was just listening to Passionately Casual, yes, podcast, and I've not listened to the most recent one. I just I'm almost done with it, and Jesse was suggesting towards the end of the episode. Uh, it's called. The Retelling of A New Hope, the children's book uh, that came out with the Journey to the Force Awakens stuff. Right. It's the farm boy and something else. I can't remember the exact title of it. The but Princess, the farm boy, that's it. and the scoundrel. Or and something. so that's going to be my suggestion. She talks very highly of it. I'm sure she'll put something on her blog, she says, uh, pretty quick here. And she says it's wonderful. So oh, cool. Um, I mean, something I might share with my kids or something, you know, but Audible Travel, get it for free. Check it out. Check it out. All right. And so shall we get to Star Wars The Old Republic? Yes. I'm so excited, dude. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you. If you will only kneel. A lot of community stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, everything... It makes sense. Yeah, with the release of coffee and now Extra Life, you know, everyone was kind of doing things communally so makes sense communally well and extra life was a big deal this last weekend and and sadly i missed it the wedding was lovely but you know like i said uh i was just jumping on twitter periodically when i could and seeing people having a good time and there was some really cool stuff that came from it so we have a link in the show notes to uh you have until the end of the year if you still want to uh donate to the kids right and actually it was i was listening to bad feeling earlier today and Chuck and Brian were talking about how they, <laughs> Brian kind of dropped the ball from what he was saying. Did you listen to the most recent episode? I haven't. Yeah, it's, I downloaded it, but I haven't listened <laughs> to it yet. He was going to do all these things. 
and then didn't do a lot of the things. Life kind of got in the way a little bit. So he's talking about doing a makeup event. Oh, cool. And uh, I'm going to hit him up, I think, on Twitter and just be like, dude, if you do a makeup event, let's get together and do it because I didn't get to do it at all. I think I actually do still have a couple of characters over on Shadowlands. Oh, I forgot they're on a different server. Either way. Um, but we'll figure it out. And I think it'll be fun. So there was that. Our guilds made almost five grand. Or around five grand. They did really, really well. Which is awesome. 6.3 million, I think, is the number overall for Extra Life. Yeah, and I just got a, a an email from Seattle Children's Hospital, who's the one that I was playing for. And the, they pulled in, I think, 310 grand. Oh, that's awesome. That is so cool. So, I mean, that's what this event's about. And, and I am bummed that I missed it. But at the same time, I'm so glad that everybody came out and did it. Uh, and there was that much money for the kids. For the Seriously. Kids. And as, I, as you know, I love kids. Yeah, it's a great so, cause. Uh, some fun stuff came out of, of this. And <laughs> one of the events, so I guess Unholy Alliance and Wookiee Mistake, what they, they set up a whole calendar of events. Yes. One of them was Level Up as Musco. And so. Yeah, which I didn't quite get until I saw this video. Well, and somebody came up with the idea of like, okay, if you do this customization and this, it kind of looks like Musco. And so everybody made a character and see who could level up the fastest. And the result, uh, Redna won, from what I hear. He won the actual event. But then Jesse put together this video. What level did he get to? Because there's a ton of I don't of even thing, know. Right? I don't even know. I, I really don't. I don't know all the details. I wasn't there. But the video is the fun part. We have a link in the show notes. And it's one of those things. It's like. And we're stars. And look, we're. Look, I don't want to. I mean, are we a big deal now? Well, the, the picture was taken in San Diego, so Look, we're kind of a big deal. So, <laughs> uh, I can't even explain how this video is. So, dance moves, in-game, 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 and then, like, uh, what's the song? Can't even, I don't even moves know. Moves like Jagger. Moves like, okay. Maroon 5. Yeah, so the Maroon 5 song, and so instead of Jagger, they say Musco. <laughs> and so, but it's Musco saying his own name, <laughs> and then it splices in a picture of Musco. A few at, different ones. A few different random ones, and one of them... Is a, is a, when he was standing near the line in uh, for the community cantina in San Diego Comic Con. Right, and both of us are in that. Picture. Yeah, it happens to capture you, <laughs> me, and Jess in the background. Yeah, it's really cool. So anyway, uh, that was really neat. And then one other thing, just to toot our own horns or their own horns, I guess I should say. Um, Jesse put out a nice blog entry with a lot of pictures. Yeah, that was really cool. I like that. That was very nice of you, Jesse. Thank you. And we have a link in the show notes. She shouts out all the people who participated, a lot of pictures and stuff from the event. So it overall, from the community, went really well. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, so a couple other things in the community. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Extra Life, Coffee with Kenobi actually put a little... I guess Jesse sent a, a clip to them. Like, okay. like she did with us. Right. And they played it on their latest episode. Nice. And it was, it was really cool. And so on that episode, Coffee with Kenobi actually interviews, um, once again, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, nice. And, and he's always a good interview. So definitely check that out. Um, you want to say the other thing? Yeah. Jesse, uh, was also invited to be on the Level Up show. Um, because, uh, if you haven't uh, heard yet, Passionately Casual has been invited to be part of the Mog Nation Network. Yeah. Um, and so this is their basic, uh, introduction to their listeners with her. Yeah, congrats on them. Mog Nation's great. Um. She gave us a nice shout out in that interview. That was nice. Thank which, you, Jesse. Which I think is important. Uh, yeah, so congrats on that. More community stuff. More community stuff. I mean, we're all, 
We We're into more. November, yeah. so we have another Galactic Gamers Coalition. <laughs> yep, and this happened during Extra Life Day. Cool. And it was uh, Nepthen uh, from Old Republic Radio. They hosted, and Brian was on it, Chill from uh, Utini Cast, Alex from Old Republic Radio was there as well, and Mike, and Palais from Beyond the Stars, uh, JD was also there from um, Unnamed Sotor Podcast, and Heather popped in from Carillion Run. And it was, I haven't listened to it yet. And Neither have I. I've it, downloaded it, but I haven't listened yet. It's been a very busy couple days, and I'll get to that. And um, I can't wait. I love, I love the GGCs, and we've been fortunate enough to be on there a few times. So it's good. So I'm hoping they had a good time. From what I hear, it was good. Should I say good again? Good. Maybe it was good. Moving on. Speaking of bad feeling, they actually did a interview on their latest episode, eighty eight. Debbie Sue Wolf. Wolfkale. Wolfkale. Which is very interesting, actually, because I've only seen that last name once before in my life. Hmm. One of my old roommate's girlfriends. Interesting. His name Taylor Wolfkale. Interesting. Well, they only gave a snippet of it this week, and they're going to have the full interview next week. Cool. The neat part about it, she's a director of marketing over at Bioware Austin. She was talking, they were talking about asking her about cross marketing with the other Star Wars properties. And the cool part about it is there is a tie in with Swotor. And there's going to be a specific Tauntaun you can get if you get Battlefront. Oh, that's cool. And it almost makes me want to not wait until Christmas like I've already planned on waiting until Christmas. Because I really want the Battlefront Tauntaun. That would be cool. I'm going to wait. But it's tempting. This is actually... This is in no way can... uh, How do I word this? Um, I find this interesting because this is the first... That I can think of, actual connection to canon. That's what Tours had. Well, and I think this is what they're trying to do, and I can't wait for the rest of the interview because I think that's what uh, Lucasfilm is now trying to do: is tie in, make sure there's a tie in with all their properties, right? Well, not, you- not does not necessarily story wise, but just like, hey, we acknowledge Swotor exists; it's been around for four years. Buy Battlefront, get something in Sotor, try right. both games. Well, as Brian pointed out um, with uh, their first uh, coffee uh, podcast a couple weeks ago, that Lucasfilm is on the, the splash screen now. Yep. I think it's, I, I mean, it's all win. It is. I mean, and so we've been playing this game for four years, and the more people that come into it, especially now with coffee, it's 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 it can only be good. So. Yes. Uh, so that's exciting stuff, man. And and this is by no stretch of the imagination. I actually kind of pared this down a little bit. There's a lot of other stuff going on in the community. Yes. And we'll come back next week with more stuff. But let's get into the little bit of uh, stuff we have going on with us. It's, yeah. It's, can, we, can it be about us now? It's always about us. Yeah. Well, it's uh, always about me. Oh, clearly. But uh, what did you do? Well, I guess I'm starting with you. Uh, uh, <laughs> what did you do this week, man? Um, well, Extra Life. Um, I, you know, there was a whole bunch of great stuff with, uh, with our, our guild. I actually went in with a game plan though. Okay. I decided that I was just going to pretty much camp out at the heroic terminal on Odessan. Okay. And I was just going to start at the top and work my way to the bottom of the list. Oh my God. So I did every heroic that was on the terminal that I was, uh, that was available to me. How long me. did that take you? Um, well, I did... 13 and a half hours on Extra Life Day, and then nice. I did another, like, two and a half hours of the Sunday after, um, because I just got, I, I hit a wall around. Yeah, I mean, you always hit a wall. Yeah, I hit a wall around 10 o'clock on, on Extra Life Day. Um, but I, but those of you who follow me on Twitter, you saw, you know, every time I finished a New World's Heroics, I gave an update of 
what world I'd finished, how much money, uh, how many credits I'd earned. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so by the time it was all over, I'd run through all the heroics and I'd, uh, uh, garnered about two million credits. Wow, dude. I dropped about a million and a half of that in about 20 minutes. <laughs> um, when I went on to the GTN and just started buying all the, I basically went and bought every emo title, cus, uh, c- uh, <laughs> companion customization, mount, pet that was under 50k. On the on the uh, GTN, and it really helped fill out my collections, which is really cool. So that was one of my game plans. I mean, the, the game plan was to do the heroics for a few different reasons, and one of them was because I want to try to fill out a lot of my collection. Totally. The second thing is, is the main rewards you get are companion gifts, and the the um, the packages that you trade into your support staff. Right. So I got a zillion of those. Yeah. So I got a ton of those. I needed to trade those in because I want to raise all of the level of my support staff to at least level 10. Right. Because um, that can become important in the heroic versions of Star Fortress. Which I have something to add to that in a minute. Okay. So now I've got two of them over 13 and two of them over 12. Nice. So that's good. Um, But also because that, I got the companion gift. So now I've got um, four companions, at least influence 15. Uh, Lana's at, uh, 23, the Emperor's woman. <laughs> I can't remember her name. <laughs> so that's a spoiler, so cut that. That oh, is, uh, Senya. Senya, <laughs> uh, I have at 18. Um, yeah, I totally blew that. <laughs> and then I've got, uh, you know, a few other ones up there and everything. Cool. And so I, I did that. Um, and that was the whole point, is to get all those and everything. And I filled out a few different armor sets with the stuff that you get in the, when you trade, when you open up the, the, uh, the packs that you get nice. when you trade in. You got full ones? Yeah. Nice. Um, I had them all buried on on my main tune, and then I just sent them out to all the characters that needed them. <laughs> and so I'm a couple short on, on a few and everything, but what's cool is there's like four or five different sets per class. Yeah, there's a lot. There, So there's a lot in there. I was thinking, oh, I'm getting a whole bunch. I've really had very few doubles. Well, from what I heard from another podcast, they were saying they're like the old operation sets or something. Like some of that... I think it's been in the game for a while. Now it's another way to get it. I mean, don't quote me on that, but uh, it's it seems for I'm having a hard time getting all the sets. But I didn't do nearly as many heroics as right. you did. So, um, but I so I'm enjoying that because you know me, I like to. So I've got to check and see if they're actually in the in the collections. And uh, once I, you know, complete the set, then you know to wear them and then unlock them and all that stuff. So, um, so that was my whole game plan, and it succeeded. I mean, I. Look, man, I, I would have been all right with you. You know, I would have streamed the whole thing. We could have drank some beers. You know, maybe we'll just... Look, man, let's just do it. Okay. I mean, I don't know when. Twist my arm. I know. I have to talk you into that one. Uh, so, what did I do this... Anything else you did this week? Or should I talk oh, about I, what I did? Um, yeah, Rackle event started yesterday. Yep, that's and, back. Or day before yesterday. And so, I did that. I went through... Uh, I just went through it one. Did one cycle with my main. Um, because I'm still uh, leveling up the... Uh, um, reputation right with them i'm uh i'm on the last one so hopefully by the time this event's over i can get it up there yeah, um, i'd like to be done with that one too but yeah i mean i just like to finish up all the reputations anyways but i want to finish this one plus uh no i won't go into that okay i didn't want to i don't want to spoil anything yeah all right um what did i do well i was at the wedding <laughs> so when i got back i made a well i i just kind of made a point of just Two things. One, I wanted to prepare for WOG, which we sh- we get we'll right, talk about yeah. WOG from last week. And really, last week WOG was just heroics. There wasn't it a was. lot of us. We did on a Thursday. 
because I was leaving that next day, and really, there was, was just a was, few of us. Yeah, but was was that why? I mean, I feel like a lot of people were expecting it to be late or something. Yeah, we had a there was a <laughs> there was a time issue. <laughs> considering, I think I may have screwed that up. Oh, maybe. Yeah, look, I, I'm not good at this. So I screwed up the time thing. People were like, "Oh, it's too late," and so. When it came down to it, there was only just a few of us, and we just did hurrahs, and which is totally fine because we yeah, all needed it exactly, and, and it worked out really well. So we just and with a big with a with a group of three or four, it goes really quick, very quick. And outside of wog, actually, well, before I forget, this week's wog is going to be centered around the Rackle event. Awesome. We're going to do the Eyeless on both which sides, which I've never done, which I don't think I've never done either. Maybe once on my main back in the day, but I don't think I have. Um, so we have Eyeless. And I think we're going to do some more bosses just to kind of round that out. So. Yeah, that would be cool. I also wouldn't mind throwing in a couple of the champions that are in the Red Cool Tunnels oh, yeah. that you definitely have to team up to, to take down because there's a lot of um, achievements centered around those. You have to have a certain pet out at the same time and stuff like yeah, that. Pet, I want to get to the pet thing at some point. I just need because to, I need so to many, round all the pets up first. Though. Well, there's well the thing is, is you have to do a lot of these to unlock the right, pets. Right, exactly. Um, so outside of WOG stuff, I did a bunch of heroics. Um, just, I realized that heroics are are like, honestly, heroics are my new dailies. Exactly. That's what the, I mean, we, going into coffee, we knew that, you know, the changes with heroics and like, you know, this is going to be a great group content and everything. I'm like, you never realized how necessary they are Mm -hmm. to, to get everything else done. Well, and with the Alliance system, the way it is, heroics are the key to getting that, to un, you know, like you said, leveling up your influence, alliance, getting yep. your influence up uh, with certain uh, members of your alliance and that kind of thing. And for me, I'm just like, look, I can act, I have two monitors. I could put a TV show or something on one monitor. I can run a heroic. I don't even have to watch the fights. I'm not going to die. And like you did, I actually went through a bunch of my companion gifts and just started picking. I picked like three or four companions that I really like. Um, I've already got Deadeye, I've got Nico Okar, I, Talus, um, uh, Zalik, and one other one, I think. And I just gave them all the gifts that I could. And I, most of them are well over, close to 20, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And then I have, cause I had a bunch of other gifts from before. And then I got, uh, Dr. Augurub, I'm not saying that right, up over 10. Now. Oh, nice. So that's the one I have. The other ones are very, very close. So cool. I'm, Super pumped about that. I think by the time we do heroics again, or you and I do, excuse me, by the time you and I go to do Star Fortress again, I don't want to go in there without all four of them. Right. Level 10, because I, you know, that's important. I want to see how that plays out. I want to see what the game, the mechanics are with that. Exactly. So I'm excited, dude. And that's what I've been doing. I also, one more thing. I have my instant 60, my guardian tank, then I'm going to use for this week's WOG. I've never really tanked on a Guardian, uh, but I think it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be interesting. So um, I'm going to use that for that. Yeah, I mean, you were talking about, uh, you know, your companion gifts and how you gift them out. Um, you know, it's kind of interesting. Everyone has a different... Uh, method? Yeah, a different method to give away their companion gifts. Basically, what I do is I just, you know, put them all in my cargo, right, in my sack that I'm... Uh, I'm <laughs> you know, sack. sack. Yeah, I said sack. <laughs> and then I just go with the, the... start with the tune that I usually take with me, yeah. which is... Normally the highest level tune, so Lana in this case right now, and just everything that's a large, a large amount, just throw it to her. give it to her, and then I pull out the next highest level one, and then that's the way to all do the it. largest to them, and so 
no one ever gets anything less than a large until I get to the point where nobody has any larges. And um, usually those are the courting gifts. Right. And the only, on my sniper, the only person that accepts courting gifts for some reason is uh, Talos. Talos, yeah. He's a nice guy. Well, should we move on to the news? Yes, news. All right. And we don't have a whole lot. Uh, coffee level 60 character creation. There was a bunch of stuff going on there as far That's as it been being bugged. weird since it's been released. Yeah. And, and so one of the latest things since we recorded last was uh, people were creating a level 60. And then instead of putting them straight into the coffee storyline like it's supposed to, it would put them on the fleet as a level one too. <laughs> and so... People, uh, basically, Bioware came back and said, look, we think it might be there's a delay between, you know, the, the servers updating and, right. and that kind of thing. So they said, okay, go slow. Watch the watch the trailer. Go through right. it. And and hopefully that solves the problem. Then they had to go in. I mean, and, you, and we have a link in the show notes. There's a whole thread of they fixed it. They didn't fix it. They almost fixed it. As of right now, they've pretty much fixed it. Uh, but if there's any lingering things, obviously they're still looking on that. It should be resolved by now. Cool. But, um, let's see. So collections charging cartel coins, but not unlocking items. The only thing I could find on this was that it's a similar latency thing, like with the level right. 60 token. I'm assuming that's resolved, but I have no idea as, as of this point. Um, and there's only a couple other things here that I think were interesting that somebody titled this thread. These four threads all ask the same questions. Can we get answers? I'm just going to read this real quick. I talked to Matt about Alliance Companions and your question specifically related to accessing future companions. So the major issue was that people were saying, hey, I can't, what's going to be the deal with the companions I can't access? Right. You know? Um, and so one of the questions is, will I need to complete current available alert missions to unlock future alert missions? As of right now, the answer to this is yes. So inside of each Alliance Companion type, uh, military, underworld, etc., the companion recruitment alerts are very much looked at, at like mission chains. So you have to complete one to get the next one. Right. Essentially. Oh, well, so since I finished one a couple days ago, hopefully there'll be one when I log in next. Um, yeah. Well, let me know because I'm stagnant a little bit. Well, I need to PVP for future companions. So as we know, there's one deal right. where you have to complete. Which is some, one that I haven't finished yet. Right. And neither have I. And I would like to, but... We have certain folks in our guild who are adamantly opposed to having to PvP to, to do story content. And I get where they're coming from with right. that. But at the same time, I don't mind PvPing. And it's 20, 20 matches as opposed to two, like I thought it was. But 20 matches, I mean, yeah, you just do a couple every other day or so. It'll be fine. Um, but PvP is not the... If you're not a PvPer, that's really a, a tough thing to ask, I think. And the last one I thought was cool. I actually did this earlier today. This is a subscriber rewards survey hmm. that they're putting out and saying there one thing, one of the things our team is exploring is to continue giving increased value to your subscription time. Uh, ex- example being the additional rewards we issued each month of being a subscriber leading to Fallen Empire. It says after some eternal discussion, we decided why not just go to the source and get some of your feedback as well. So at the bottom of this post, you'll find a link to a survey in which we'll get your insights on the types of things you like. Oh, cool. So I went through it. There's only like three questions. It takes like 10 seconds. Um, but you rank the rewards they gave you and how much you like them. And then you basically tell them what you'd like to see for next time. Right. You can type something in. Or they give you some options. So oh, cool. It's 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 kind of neat, and I like that they're doing this, mostly because I just, 
For me, my, the biggest incentive was I like I like the early access, uh-huh. and I also liked the companion. I like having that a new companion. Yes, that so is very cool. That was the incentives that I liked, and the and next for me, I believe, was weapons. So, but the, you know, you can rank all that stuff. So anyway, man, that's that's kind of it for news. Uh, anything you want to add? To any of that? No, not that I can think of. The I mean. Th- you know, it's all about gameplay right now. So, of course, you're going to get some bugs because they're, you know, it's a, it's a new release. Right. So, and and I think with the size of this expansion and what they went to accomplish, the bugs that we've encountered have been relatively mild. Right. Well, because it's not just, you know, an, a normal expansion like releasing the cab or anything. It's a totally different structure system. Everything's different. So it's basically like releasing a new game. Exactly. So you would expect more bugs in a pro- in a release like that, and I just haven't seen them. Yeah, and it wasn't, and it hasn't been too bad. Uh, as a quick little discussion topic, man, because, you know, that's pretty much it we have for SOTOR, I just thought I'd throw at you, because I've heard this on some other podcasts, I listened to a couple today. I know, I don't think we've actually talked about this on the mic, but I know we've talked about it while we're gaming, right. but the Alliance Companion, how do you feel about not having the dialogue. Like, your companion not speaking. Basically, you know, like old school KOTOR days. Like, you pick from, you know, several, like, sentence-long responses, right? And But you don't say anything, but then you have a response from the... Yeah, I, it doesn't bother me as much um, because I still feel like I'm getting the story. Yeah. Right? It's not as immersive because, you know, my character isn't speaking. Right. But... You know, the person I'm talking to is. And, you know, the way that they've structured now, I get more, usually get more options to choose from. True. Which makes the storyline more varied. And it's also less vague, too. Because you get the the three-choice wheel. Right. And it's like, you have a two-word response. Right. But your character says something that's more than that. And so, I'm, I'm with you. Part of it, I like the nostalgia piece. Honestly, I can see where people, I mean, even Jesse on the last podcast was very adamantly against this system. And, and I, and I honestly think she has a point, yes. you know, it does break your immersion. There's part of you that really wants to be like, Hey, you know, I'm speaking, I'm standing here. Now I'm looking at like an over the shoulder shot of myself. I'm not really, you know, it's, it's kind of pulls you out of it. Yes. At the same time, I have to look at this from a storytelling slash Bioware perspective, because if I'm Bioware and I'm trying to put in this really robust alliance system in here, there's no chance. And I think one of the podcasts did the math on this and extrapolated like how many lines the, you know, voiceover actor would have to record to, to, to participate in all right. this. But for me, I like, I'm okay with this because that means I'm going to get more content faster. Yep. And I'm also going to get more choices and I'm going to be able to get more companions. And this is just one aspect of the game. And I'm, and I'm not, granted, I'd like to hear my character speak, but it's not, it's not a deal breaker for me because of how much more story and how many more options and content we're going to get, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, the just the sheer number of, of I mean, the, the amount of dialogue that would have to be recorded yeah. is ridiculous. It is. And the way they get around this, very creatively, I think, is like, here's this, you know, nostalgic, uh, you know, dialogue system from right. that, you're, that you remember. And a lot of us do remember from back in the day. I remember it. And 
not only that, uh, they get around it too by having us talk to an alien. And so the yes. alien has their, you know, so we're reading text from them. And granted, from a fully voiceover game, it is a little jarring going into this and being like, oh my God, now I'm not, I'm not speaking and they're only speaking their alien language. Now I'm just reading right. and, and pressing a number and I totally get it. But I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think it, it makes up for it with the amount of cutscene cinematics we have throughout the chapter system. Yeah. So given that this is, I mean, the Alliance system has basically become like the new dailies is like what we're saying, mm-hmm. you know, they're putting so much effort into the cinematic structure of the chapter system. So when we get chapter 10, I mean, we saw this going, I mean, we, we even joked about it that one of our, our, uh, episode titles was, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> cut play and <laughs> it's like, Oh, play a little bit. Okay. Cutscene. Cutscene, cutscene, cutscene. Fight scene, cutscene, cutscene, cutscene. Yeah. Exactly. And it was so, you cut know, play and something yeah. else or something we said. Um, and man, I'm with you and I, I'm, I'm, I'm torn. I can see both sides of this argument fully. Right. But I would like to, I would like to err on the side of more content. And so that's, this is how we're going to get more. So. Absolutely. I, I, I completely concur. Anything else? No, that's it for me. Sure. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, man, let's get to... <laughs> I flipping hate you. <laughs> we actually have a lot of stuff to cover in Star Wars, so let's get to that. I was raised to do one thing. But I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish... What you started. Pew. Pew. Okay, so <laughs> pew, here, we, here we are, pewing in the Star Wars section, and we have a... Do, is this a community shout-out? No, we just really didn't have anywhere else, but it's a follow-up with Daniel Fleetwood. It is. Um, and it is part of our Star Wars community as a whole, so let's yeah, talk about it. he is part it. of our Star Wars community. Um, you know, we, we revealed last week that you know, J.J. Abrams did allow him to see um, the unedited or uncredited, depending on who you talk to. Yeah, what cut, was that? I, I don't know if it still hasn't been cleared up. A cut of Force Awakens, right? And um, the family was very heartfelt about their response to everything, and then Daniel Fleetwood passed away yeah. shortly thereafter. So it was great that he saw it. You could tell it was just like he was waiting for it. Yeah, and it's really sad to see someone so young you know, only a few years younger than myself, you know, go, I like to think I'm young, relatively speaking. Uh, I'm glad, I'm glad Lucasfilm decided to do this or Disney decided to do this before, before he passed. And, and, and I hope that that's helped ease on, ease him on his way. Um, yeah. And one of the, one of the pieces of, of info that I love about this is that his, I want to say it was his brother-in-law is an engineer of some sort or something. And so his he is building a urn and urn nice uh, in the design of Darth Vader's lightsaber. Oh, that's badass. Because Vader is was Daniel Fleetwood's favorite character, um, so it's going to be a little lightsaber urn for them to put the ashes. Oh, in. that is so sick. Well, uh, rest in peace, Daniel. I'm glad you got to see the film. So you know, 
Uh, and your urn is going to be way more badass than ours. And we know that, uh, <laughs> see, and you know, in this way, you'll be able to, as a Force Ghost, see all the different showings. Indeed. With us on, uh, on release night. Yeah, come to our little town as a Force Ghost and hang out with us. It'd be amazing. We, we'd be on board Dude, with that. What if you did? Uh, I would. Freak out? I would, uh. <laughs> Let's just say, uh, let's hope I'm wearing some brown pants yeah, that yeah, night, yeah, a la yeah. Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, Deadpool. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Uh, all right, so film. So we're at the, look, there was a lot. There's a lot of this Force week. Awakens uh, news this week. I mean, some of it is just, you know, little snippets and stuff. We've got a couple of new uh, footage uh, releases. Um, so let's do the footage release stuff first. Um, we got the Japanese trailer. We did. You know, everyone's saying, oh, that was going to be the final trailer. Now we've got the Japanese trailer, yeah. um, which had a little bit of extra footage. I mean, the really cool scene that I took from it was Kylo Ren holding the lightsaber up to Daisy uh, to to uh, uh, Daisy Ridley's character yeah, uh, uh, Ray, Ray, Ray up yeah. to Ray's neck, and she just started freaking out. Well, there's that. There's also some. Uh, there's a couple of dialogue moments yes. that you know dialogue we didn't get in in uh-huh. the other ones. Uh, one what was the one? Um, we're talking about the character. Oh, that was in the TV spot. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, so I, I love that trailer. The, it, I just like seeing new stuff. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. I, I'm, you know, we're what, four and a half oh weeks away? God, dude, I can't, five weeks I away. I can't even believe it. I can't. Even Actually, I think we're five it. weeks away today. Actually, five weeks away from this minute, we will be in the theater watching. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, so the other uh, new piece of footage is uh, they released the first TV spot, which yeah. is not technically a trailer. They're called TV spots. They're 30 seconds or less. And they're, this one uh, was called I Know Your Eyes. Right. It was really cool because this is the first official footage slash dialogue we've heard from uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character because right. that whole bit of dialogue is hers. Right. Um, and it is confirmed by J.J. Abrams yesterday that the characters on the poster standing next to C-3PO and RTD2 with the goggles on, which you called. I called it. As soon as the poster's released, that is the, officially the uh, Lupita Nyong'o character. And I'm just going to tell all our, all our dozens of listeners, I was right. I said that was, that has to be Lupita Nyong'o's character. It looks like, you know, and, and, and it turns out this guy was right. Yeah. And, um, also that, you know, it's so funny for being so tight lipped about a whole bunch of stuff. He's letting little kernels come out. Look, but if you notice, it is, but it, if you notice, it's supporting other stuff. Right. So he gave a, a couple little nuggets about the Lupita Nyong'o character. One is that she's about a thousand years old oh. and that she owns a cantina that's like a backwater cantina, kind of like the, the Mos Eisley cantina. So essentially, or, this is like the new Yoda. You know, because Yoda was 900 years old. Yeah. But, you know, and she's seen a lot. Kind and of she's thing. basically, and she's owned this, this cantina for about a hundred years. Right. Um, and the cool thing is, is he, he confirmed that we are going to get a lot of information about her thousand year history, but not in the film. He hmm. said it's going to come out through other avenues. Hmm. So it could be in a book. It could be in a comic. comic it could All be. Right. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I'm so I'm, I'm, but so he released the information, but only because it supported part of the overall scheme. And, and because of my last comment, do you think, uh, this character had known Yoda? It, I mean, she's a thousand years old, so I don't see how. It makes a lot of sense. It is a very small galaxy, apparently. It is. And I think the way that he also references it, if she's a thousand years old, she's viably a main character in Rogue One. That's possible. I'm with you, man. I mean, um, 
Who, I'm excited to see how they tie all this stuff together. I mean, who better to be a sounding board for a roughneck military group on a secret mission than a cantina owner? I hear you, man. Uh, With obvious ties to underworld sort of connections, possibly. Yeah. So that's that's my own. I'm I'm putting that out there. So when we get the info for that next year, totally. Uh, I my call is that. Um, oh, what if? What if? What if? What if? Yoda had a had a fling had a had a thing. What do you think about that? Well, we do know he knows how to yield his lightsaber. Okay. Well, <laughs> now we have to cut that. <laughs> no, we don't. Um, no, but I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I think this is a very intriguing character. Being a thousand years old in this galaxy, you've seen literally everything. Yeah. So, on a serious note, yeah, she could have a fling with with Yoda. Yoda just on me. Not you know, any of it. Could if she's happen. a thousand years old, she's a third of the way back to Revan already. Yeah. So. That's important. And so we'll see how this plays out. I'm very intrigued. What's next? Um, Carrie Fisher let a little bit uh, uh, slip out that uh, she's no longer referenced as Princess Leia, which just makes sense. Because makes sense. by the end of the third one, uh, she was no longer a senator. She was no longer, I mean, she was still a princess, obviously, but she was a general by the Plus, end of Jedi. this is 35 years later. Plus, it's 35 years later. But it's just like, I mean... You know, even if somebody becomes president and they used to be a governor, you never longer call him governor, you call him right. president. You president. don't call him senator, you know. You always go by your highest title. Exactly. So, so for her, it's general. And But it also said in the in the little piece that there is going to be one person who still calls her princess. Gee, I wonder who that is. Yeah, it can't be the person who derisively called her <laughs> that to begin with. So Your worshipfulness. Exactly. <laughs> so, so it's just kind of cool that we're getting a little... Inconsequential bits of trivia here, which is cool. Indeed. Um, Images. Speaking of images, images, lots of stuff came out this week because, uh, as you know, anytime there's a major, major movie, Entertainment Weekly does multiple covers. Right. Um, And so, the Entertainment Weekly thing was pretty cool. It is cool. The the cover with Harrison Ford in the old style pose of Han Solo, which is pretty darn cool. Um, but it also had 27 images. So many. Dude, cool where ones. are these hiccups coming from? I don't know. So we've got, uh, oh man. You get, <laughs> so we're just scrolling, you know, this is not a visual medium. Right. We are scrolling through the Entertainment Weekly images right now. Right. You've got JJ Harrison, uh, um, Boyega. And Boyega in a shot here. You've got just, I think, one of the coolest shots of Han. It is because Harrison he, as Han Solo. What I love is he. They've brought in the uh, leather jacket, which yeah. is very much like uh, Finn's. Yep. But totally reminds me of Indiana Jones. Exactly. Uh, you've got Ray working on her. Um, you know, looks like she's loading something into the side right. Of her scrap speeder. stuff into the speeder. Uh, there's oh, and this goes back to what we were talking about too with. Uh, um, Poe and da- Poe Dameron and Finn. Yeah, Poe's character and Finn as they bump in that in the trailer. It looks like they are actually having some dialogue here. BB 8s in the middle there. Right. So, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, you can we can infer anything from here. We've got a moment too of Boyega holding a bloody looking uh, Poe Dameron. His his hands are shackled. Right. Uh, so this could be also that moment where Kylo Ren is. 
looks like Right, I'm guessing that's near the beginning of the flick. Yeah, and I'm guessing this is maybe after he's trying to right. manipulate oh, yeah, his mind, he's honestly. To get him out, yeah. Yeah. Um, ho, ho, ho. And then there's that. Yeah, there's this incredible shot <laughs> of which we've already seen uh, uh, Kylo Ren from the, and Finn right. about to do battle in the, the winter forest. Um, but it also shows Ray in here at the same scene. So. And we've seen the two of them and adding Ray to this, that would be a very interesting. This yeah. is, go, goes back to episode one where Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are fighting Darth Maul. Yes. Which I think is pretty cool. And then we've got a great close up of, uh, of Carrie Fisher as Leia, which is great. Yep. Uh, that moment we see, uh, everybody, you know, looks like, Chewie Han and Boyega's character have their hands behind their head like they're being held, but something is going on yeah. off the screen. Um, some other shots of some stormtroopers that are cool. That it's rain again, shot. Rain shot of Kylo Ren. That guy with that big ass thing right there. I think that's badass. Um, oh, and we'll get to some other stuff about that later, but you see Captain Phasma. Yep. Um, oh and yeah, the Turkle thing. <laughs> yeah, I love, yeah, yeah, I love this, this, it, obviously, it's on uh, um, uh, on Jakul. Yeah, and uh, it's the first. Uh, it was the first. Um, the first image that we saw. Yeah, it was the very first image that they released of a character when with, they were doing the yeah. um, uh, Omaz Omaze thing. Yeah, the Omaze. Yeah, thing, which is cool. Uh, so then some BB-8 and some other stuff. Some of the same similar shots we've seen. Some ships and Tie Fighters. I mean, yeah, it's just it's really cool. <clears throat> yeah. Go so, check them out. Entertainment Weekly has some great stuff. But they've also released a, a, a set of three banners, um, which as soon as I get offline and I and I get on my Twitter and Facebook, they're going to change. Because <laughs> it's really cool. They're, it's, you know, the, the long, thin banners. And it's, you know, one's Finn holding a saber. One's, uh, you know, Ray holding her. Uh, it looks like a bantha stick. Yeah. I think there's a lightsaber going to come out of there like a Night of Jakul. That would be if it was like a actually. What if it was like a, a saber uh, pike? Weapon? Yeah, like a pike weapon. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like a yeah. And I then think, I think it's going to be, dude. Honestly, yeah. And then you've got Kylo Ren with his saber out. So you know, I'm going to be putting one of these on my uh, my page. So it'll be cool. Totally. Uh, so what else we have? We have the international poster as well. Yeah that's... the 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 uh, the new IMAX poster too is out, and that's really cool looking. Right. I mean, we've got some. I mean, this has been a pretty big week for. For Star Wars, international trailer is cool. You just kind of see everybody again. Somebody is noticeably not present. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people not probably present in that one. On but, that one, but I mean, I'm just yeah, saying. I I need to uh, you know put a whole bunch of this into uh, Pinterest. Totally. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, well, this is cool. Yeah, this is uh, one that you put in here. Uh, evidently, Disney did a spot of uh, on the set. Yeah. So let's. Uh, we this is one of the things we didn't watch. Let's watch this real quick. Yeah, we'll do a little pause here. Okay. So it's basically there's a, a new Disney Channel commercial and there's going to be a a little bit of um, new footage released during Girl Meets World on Friday night, uh, which is tomorrow as we're recording this. But also don't forget that they are putting some new footage out during the TGIT, TGIT uh, block on ABC tonight, Thursday, um, which oh, is right. the Shonda Rhimes set of Grey's Anatomy, uh, Scandal, and uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Um, there's no word on when in that block it will be released, but it will be during that block. Can't tell you why I'm excited about tomorrow nights. Because during Girl Meets World. And I watch that every week with my kids. And we, that shows, that shows phenomenal. I love that show. Well, I just love the whole Boy Boy Meets World series too. And, and Girl Meets World is a great addition to that little universe. And 
to put this spot. I mean, the kids are going to be amped. I mean, yeah. and we've talked about it already since we're in the Star Wars section. This might as well, we might as well kind of give an update a little bit. I think, uh, we're going to obviously on the 17th. Right. We're going to go see 3D. We're going to go see the 3D night. version of it opening night, seven o'clock. Bunch of friends coming to town. We're going to have a big shindig. Have a, have a nice little podcast afterwards. Have a nice little home cantina here before we go to And we're whole. Oh, we're going to have a cantina. And then come back, podcast. And then to the next day, uh, depending on how I feel my kids will interpret the darker elements of it, uh, we plan to take the kids to 2D the next day. Yes. And so, I will definitely be up for seeing it a second time. Oh, I'm going to see it at least eight more times. Of so, course. Uh, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm glad about this new footage. Um, and the kids will be amped tomorrow when we sit down and watch Girl Meets World. Yeah. And last bit of thing here is somebody did a fan <laughs> bit of taking the Force Sorry. Awakens trailer and intercutting it with uh, the song from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, The uh, the Day Man. Day Man. <laughs> so they've called it The Day Man Awakens. And it, it's pretty funny. So check it out. We put a link in the show notes. Uh, I love me some It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And <laughs> it is a funny show. I think I've missed the last season and a half or so. I'm going to catch up here pretty quick. And Day Man is one of those things that is just... It, it really is that show. Yeah. So, um, and, and it's it's a it's a funny way to splice it together. But if you don't watch, it's always Sunday. Something's wrong with you. Moving on. Um. So another thing, uh, actually, I didn't put in the in the show notes here. So mm-hmm. you know, we'll just bring it up here is uh, there's a, a little bit of a release of new content in Uprising. Oh, this okay. week they uh, released Cloud City Ooh. is now playable content, and uh, they do what are called sector battles every week in. And this one was uh, the the liberation of Bespin. Oh, liberation! There it is, liberation of Bespin. Moving on. So the liberation of Bespin. So it's very cool. Um, I haven't played the content yet, but it'd be kind of interesting because this is again after Jedi. So I'm guessing that the Empire controlled Cloud City from the end of Empire all the way through Jedi and yeah. on into Uprising. Cool. So it's kind of cool. They're starting to tie it into the original saga more, which is very cool. Neat. Okay, now one of my favorite bits of Star Wars news of the week is the Battlefront new trailer, the live-action trailer. And disgusting in the way it's like, I want to watch it now before we continue, but let's just talk about it. So why, why don't you tell me what's about it? <laughs> so you get this... <laughs> we well, And I think this is actually really interesting because in our last room reviews, we talked about the Duracell commercial, right? Yes. And we had this these kids imagining uh, you know, being in the Star Wars universe, and I think that's really cool. In this, we get a, it's hard to, it's not really hard to explain, it's just amazing. So, you get this, people doing things in their everyday life. Right. And then. Adults. Adults. And then disappearing. Like, like Obi-Wan did in, in. And a kids, there are some kids too. Kids, adults, and there's a voiceover if I'm not mistaken, and then it gets to the end and everybody reappears in Battlefront, and it's epic. And who is the last person to disappear? Oh, Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. Yeah. So. Which is really cool. So she disappears and we see her appear into the game as with a blaster Leia. and go through. And it's pretty sweet. Yeah, very yeah. cool. So it's a great trailer. Check it out. Uh, if you love the Duracell trailer, you're going to love this. Too. And again, it goes back to this idea of like, as much as I really want to buy Battlefront, the commercials, they're really doing the advertising well. The game is going to do really well, I have no doubt. But I'm just, if I buy it, I'm just not going to play it. Yeah, I just, I won't have time to do it. I just won't have time. But I will. Just, that's Christmas me. 
<laughs> that's that's Christmas you. <laughs> that's future me. All right, so merchandise time. Yeah, now a couple merchandise things. Uh, you you brought up the first one, the mm. new hot toys. Oh, did you see these images? I have not yet. Holy crap, sir! So I'm gonna open this link. Hot Toys released uh, a Captain Phasma, uh, and it's a one sixth, I believe. Let me just pull up the specs here. That is phenomenal. Hot Toys revealed images of their Star Wars: Force Awakens Captain Phasma action figure, played by Gwendolyn Christie. And yes, I was right. It says, Hot Toys is very excited to officially present the one six scale collectible figure of their Commander Clan distinctive metallic armor, Captain Phasma. And, and what I love is that Gwendolyn Christie oh, is huge, so it's taller than normal. This is... I mean, look at this. It's so detailed. It's absolutely phenomenal. We have a link in the show notes. Uh, they have at least a dozen images here. Um, hyper detailed, down to the blaster... Um, uh, changeable hands so that you can, you know, in a platform. I mean, it's sick, dude. It's definitely worth it. Yeah, checking. lots of cool, cool images there. So check that out. Um, also, I can't even imagine how much that is. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> um, also, PlayStation announced, um, you know, for those of you that had been looking at the PS4 bundle with Battlefront, yeah. it comes with the Darth Vader themed controller. Oh. Well, now they've announced that they're going to be selling the controller separately. Oh, good. So, have you have you seen this controller yet? Uh, I haven't. Um, mostly because I don't have a PlayStation, and I'm trying to get a PlayStation from Crazy Ass, but we'll work on that. It's time. pretty darn cool. Oh my god, I want that. A, it's very reminiscent of his front chest panel. Yeah, it's red and white with a little blue uh, highlighting and everything, but it's very cool. Yeah, Lots of black. Pretty much amazing, and I'm never gonna own it. <laughs> Moving on over with our lives. Moving on. <laughs> um, we have some uh, park news. Uh, there was. Uh, Can I just say that I think this is my most. I'm most excited after all the Star Wars stuff this week, and this is the beefiest Star Wars section we've had in a while. Excuse me, outside of comics, right? I'm most excited about this stuff. Yeah, we'll we'll start with the good news first because there is some good news, bad news things. But um, the good news is is that they're going to start doing Star Wars experiences in December. Um, because both uh, Disneyland and Disney World are going to be spending two years, obviously, building their Star Wars lands. Right. Um, starting in 2016. So starting in December, which is just next month, they're, uh, they're going to start doing experiences, right? And we've already started to see uh, switch over with the, uh, what was it? The Oh, no, that was the superhero. Uh, they're doing, they're they're doing, doing a number the, of different things. Right, well, they're doing the launch bay, which um, in, in Disneyland, I believe that's going to be where Interventions was. Right. Um, they're going to be doing uh, some new adventures mixed in with uh, the Star Tours. So I'm well, guessing... I'm, I'm very excited about the Star, Wars, Star Tours thing. Because they're basically saying they're going to do a... During the opening months, we'll make sure that everyone who rides Star Tours will experience a new adventure. After that, it will be up to the will of the Force. So... You know, as you know, Star Tours right now, you get on and it's like, oh, I got Hoth, Geonosis, and blank. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, in this, I think they're going to have minimum of, I'd say at least, I mean, at least three right. Force Awakens scenes. Well, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you're going to see Jakul, I'm sure you're going to see so, the, the, the Winter Planet, whatever so that one is. So, the way I'm reading this is, when you get on this ride during this time, you're going to get all Force Awakens. Yes. Which is cool. That so is very I'm cool. I'm very excited about it. Um... They have, uh, they're going to be doing a video, just like, you know, Disney's been doing this a lot at the California Adventure. Whenever they have a new movie coming out, they did it with Tron. They did it with uh, Frozen. They have a little kind of like sort of section where you get to go see 10 to 15 minutes of the movie. They have one that they're going to be doing called Path of the Jedi, which will feature scenes from the complete Star Wars saga, also giving anyone new to the galaxy an opportunity to get acquainted with the film. So this is awesome. cool. This is 
very reminiscent of what they're doing in Swartorf, trying to bring in new fan bases. For sure. This is actually cool, and I didn't notice this you... the first time. So, uh, you know, the Jedi Training Academy, right. that they do, right, uh, on on the stage in Disneyland, I know that one very well. Uh, Trials of the Temple, it's called, in which, uh, in early December, uh, the reimagined Jedi training experience will take younglings to the secret site of an ancient temple where they will face Darth Vader along with the Seventh Sister. A new villain from the Disney XD uh, Star Wars Rebels. And if you've the seen Sarah the most Michelle recent, Geller's which character. is Sarah Michelle Gellar character. And holy crap, dude. How cool is it that now, you know, the one thing that was... It didn't bug me, but it it made sense because of the way the Star Wars universe was constructed. Young Jedi girls didn't have... You know what I mean? Like, you have that choice. Right. At the end, you know... Are you going to follow me or are you going to fight me? Kind of thing with Vader. Right. What if you were faced with a woman, uh, with with the Seventh Sister? How cool would that be to be a little girl after seeing Star Wars Rebels and seeing Force Awakens yep. and seeing these strong female characters being able to stand there and be like, yeah, dude, I'm going to follow you because you're badass. Yeah, and you know? the cool thing is if they're going to be bringing in the Seventh Sister... Who's to say that they're not going to have Hera or Ezra fighting next to him? And I love that. And I love that they're bringing in rebels. I love that they're um, that they're 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 branching out and making sure they're including everybody. And I think this is really exciting. For, yeah, and the cool thing is for is, my girls especially because by the time I get there, they're gonna right. <laughs> this is having me happen. <laughs> uh, I see two. Plus, you got to remember it says ancient Jedi Temple. So right. two things are in my mind. The first one is the jealous side of me that I'm hoping it's Tython. <laughs> the uh, logical side of me is saying it's probably Lothal. Probably. Because it's that one where we actually see with, with uh, a Yoda. Right. So that that would be my guess. Um, did you watch any of this footage yet? This is um, actual Star Wars oh, no, footage. Didn't. Let's watch it. So we're going to cut here for a second. It's 11 seconds. I don't think there's any audio. Oh. So this is us in the Star Tours. Wow. So we're just following along. That's sick. Okay. So there's some footage too, which yes. you just learned. Uh, and you're you're on Jakul and you're chasing Millennium Falcon a couple of times. Oh, uh, that's pretty cool. All right. Very cool. Um, so that's it. But the unfortunate thing is, is because they are shutting a whole bunch of the parks, uh, square foot or acreage down for uh, the construction, and they're putting so much detail into these new experiences. Uh, for 2016, Star Wars is not doing any Star Wars weekends. Yeah. And sadly, I know, for me, I would have loved to experience one of these Star mm-hmm. Wars weekends, but I, you know, it wasn't going to be a thing anytime soon. Yeah, well, they, they haven't said they're never going to do them again. They just said they're not doing them during construction. Okay. Makes sense. It does make sense. I'm thinking, well, because like the, they still do the ESPN Fantasy Weekend right. and all that stuff. I'm guessing they're going to bring it back and just tie it more in with Force yeah. Awakens and Rogue One and all that stuff when it's released. For sure. All right, man. So I guess that's... Are we done with Star Wars? Uh, no, we have two uh, rumor mills. Okay. Uh, the first one is we're going to just totally gloss over it on, on this <laughs> glossing. Glossing. Um, because, you know, there's a couple of rumors of who is uh, Ray is crying over in... Yeah. The Force Awakens trailer. Right. Um, just, you know, watch the trailer again. Look at that scene. There's a couple of different uh, theories on who it might be. If you have any ideas, tweet can, us out. Can I say I'm glad we're glossing? 
because yeah, I don't want to go into this. And I and I, you know, when we watched the trailer, when we did our little dissection thing, not dissection, but when we had our reactions to it, right? I I was adamant of the fact that like somebody, they're all reacting to something. Yes, I she's that. clearly over the body of something, someone. Right. I don't want to know much more than that. No, honestly, I I just want to acknowledge that there is this discussion out there. Yeah, and and this is what we should be doing. As Star Wars fans, this is what we should be doing. And we're excited about it. We're so excited that we want to know more. But some of us want to know more, but only a little bit more. Right. Like, I don't want to go... I, I could dive down the rabbit hole of every speculation possible. People send me videos all the time. And I'm like, I'm not watching that video. I'm not watching that video. I don't want to know what how you've connected this to this. I just personally don't want to. And... I can tell, because I'm an intelligent, well, somewhat intelligent person, I can watch that trailer and see, like, oh, those people are reacting to some, but something tragic, but that's that's enough right. for me. Yeah, and that's totally enough for me, too. So, um, And that's it for Star Wars. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Pop culture. Because it was Woo! in the wrong spot and I just didn't move it. Yeah, that's my new pop culture <laughs> woot. Uh, well, that's You're not interesting. Excited. You're not excited about no, it? No, turn into a bumper and I might be on board. Bumper. Um, so, as you know, we've been doing a, a spinoffs. And so, as you know, so we didn't talk anything about comic books in this issue, in this uh, episode. Um, we're basically just going to be talking about news uh, in uh, pop culture because all of our trailer information has been moved over to real reviews. Right. Um, and I've also moved a lot of our widespread movie news over to real reviews. This is basically what you're going to get here is geek news. So um, we're going to be talking about uh, geek news or industry related news that isn't movie specific. So I'm excited. Yeah. So let's start off with a rumor, uh, which is kind of confirmation of a rumor. Well, cancellation of a, of a confirmation of rumor we had last week. That's we, convoluted. It is convoluted. Uh, where we <laughs> talked about Mariah Carey, who is obviously uh, going to be in the new Lego Batman movie, and the rumor was that she was going to be playing Commissioner Gordon. Turns out that that was false, but it looks like she will be playing the mayor. No oh, good. So, yeah, so that, that's that's it. I'm glad she's still there. Yeah. I, I like Carrie. She's crazy, but I like her. Oh, definitely crazy. Um, you know, in, One of my favorites was that Bone Thug song she did. Back in the day, yeah. uh, uh, breakdown. That was my favorite. Bone Thugs with a. I mean, I. Break, break down. Better than the uh, duet that they did with Tiffany. No, I love that one. How dare you! Oh my god, those I are my two. Buying, I remember buying you that. Single. Those are two of my favorite Bone Thug songs. Are the <laughs> one with Mike Carey and the one with Tiffany. Oh, tangent. Serious. Uh, a uh, little bit of interesting news. This is straight out of San Diego, um, yeah. and not related to Comic Con, um, and actually about sports. So I saw something about this. This is interesting. Explain if if you know, there's uh, you know, there's not been an NFL team in LA since 1995 when the Rams and Raiders left. Rams went to St. Louis, right. yeah, and the Raiders went to Oakland. Yeah. Um, I am a lifelong diehard Rams fan. Yeah. Um, there is, for the record, I'm not an Oakland fan. <laughs> there is a lot of uh, pressure on some franchises to go to, to LA, and the frontrunner looks like is the Rams coming oh, back really? to LA. Huh. Um, their uh, their owner is in talks to buy. Well, he already owns a whole bunch of property in LA. He's already bought it. 
Um, and their, their uh, contract with, uh, the Jones Dome in St. Louis ends next year. So, hmm. actually it ends at the end of this season, I believe. Um, so it looks like the Rams are going to be coming back, but it looks like they want two teams in LA. Very cool. Okay. But it looks like there might be three because it looks like Oakland is trying to come back. Are they really? But it also looks like the Chargers are trying to move north to L.A. Oh, my God. Which is interesting because they actually started off in L.A. They were the Los Angeles Chargers before right. they went to San Diego. Um, just because there's a market there. Oh, but sure. there are there. it looks like there's talks of there being a joint-use stadium for Oakland or for the Raiders and the Chargers to use together. Huh. Where, obviously, you know, when one team's on the road, one will be at home, and they'll yeah. just work out the scheduling that way. But it looks like uh, Bob Iger, Disney uh, head, is uh, in support of this. So he's going to be helping out with that proposal. Huh. Very cool. Interesting. See how that plays out. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. My uncle's a diehard Charger fan, dude. I wonder how I feel about that. Dude, it's so funny. My older roommate, Derek, is a diehard Charger fan, and Padre, and yeah. you know, whatnot. So when we, were, when we were living together in the Chargers, he get faded and he would be uh, he would actually get up and sing the theme song he would be oh San Diego Super Charger San Diego Super Chargers oh my gosh <laughs> that must have been an epic night that was uh, epic every Sunday <laughs> um, a little bit of a downer but you know things yeah, happen uh, Gunnar Hansen passed away this week mm. uh, you probably don't know him and you probably don't even know his face because he is most well known for playing Leatherface Got and it. the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. So, um, you know, the chainsaw-wielding psycho's gone. <laughs> uh, well, I guess that's something. But an in, 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 indelible mark on the, the horror community, yeah. and, uh, you know, it is a loss. Yeah. Well, I mean, 68, that's nothing to shake a stick at. So. No, nothing. And uh, so we have a little bit of Marvel news here. I'm excited about this. Uh, Doctor Strange has added Amy Landecker to the cast. Uh, no word yet on who she will play. But she is uh, hit it big in the uh, the TV show um, Transparent. Uh, real quick, there was I had something else in my pocket about Doctor Strange. Oh, it looks like they've uh, released an image. Of, oh, that's sick! Yeah, they've released an image of uh, Chuetel Ojiofor as uh, uh, Baron Mordo, uh, who is in Doctor Strange. So uh, very cool that we're getting our first images. Uh, you know, coming out about this, so and I'm and I'm excited about the Doctor Strange stuff. Uh, I tell you, I didn't tell you my blunder. What's your blunder from San Diego, from San Diego when I was on the plane? Uh, I made a mistake of a comic thing. I did. I went. I wasn't able to actually access my comics on my on my right, device because you did not make them available. I didn't make offline. them available offline, so I fully planned to read Doctor Strange. So by the time we do a another issue of our our spinoff. I want to be able to talk about Doctor Strange because there's been at least there's at least two now, and I'm excited about the new Doctor Strange. I rather new Deadpool too. and the new start of Deadpool. Yeah, so, so lots of cool stuff. And actually, there's I, I didn't bring this up and I actually didn't put it on here. And I was going to leave it to the, the the comics issue, but there's actually a new uh, Superman run that just started this week, oh, and yeah. it's called Superman American Alien. Oh, Looks sick. really cool. I'm actually and I've never really been into Superman. Neither have I. I might cool. actually start this run. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get into that at a later date. Um, but there's also a rumor that, uh, about surrounding Thor Ragnarok mm-hmm. that they could, you can open that up, that they yeah. could, uh, introduce a new villainess, uh, into the, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
And it looks like it would be one of two people, just because based on who are involved in the Thor Ragnarok story in the comics. And it looks like it could be um, either uh, Amora the Enchantress, who we've actually discussed before, um, or Hela, Queen of the Dead, hmm. um, which makes sense with Ragnarok. So, That's cool. Um, but they're both um, uh, major villainesses in the Thor universe. So, you know, anytime we get good, strong female characters, good or bad... It's just showing female strength. I'm excited about. Well, I, I, yeah, I'm in no matter what. So. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so there's that. Um, in the same vein, they've announced the Justice League Part One is going to ad- introduce another female uh, hero. Um, and this one, there's really no word on it yet, but a lot of people are uh, hypothesizing that it's going to be. Oh gosh, what is her name? Mira. the Queen of Atlantis. Oh, and she's basically the love interest of Aquaman and. Uh, um, the, the, the report is calling her the Khaleesi of the sea, <laughs> um, which is kind of cool. Um, and this totally makes sense since, uh, justice league part one is also going to be, uh, helping set up Aquaman. So I had something about Aquaman in my notes too. I was going to bring up to you, but I think I just kind of scrapped it, but it might be kind of cool to talk about <laughs> it in this vein, but, uh, Oh, here we go. Oh, about the Aquaman comic. Yeah. The Aquaman comic. Oh, yeah, because they just did, uh, they just, uh, relaunched it, uh, for, with the new 52. Exactly. So, anyway, I thought that was cool. cool. Um, but I, any, you know, Aquaman, I think, I think they're gonna end up doing it right, dude. I'm excited. I about can it hope so. Eventually. Yeah. So, so that's it with, uh, with Justice League. Um, and then again, as we get closer to releases of any kind, you, you start getting more promo art and images and stuff. And X-Files released a couple of new images, which are, again, phenomenal. So uh, you got to see these. One's a, a promo art, so it's just like a, a you know picture. Of mostly, it's like they're walking in clouds and or mm. in a fog covered street, um, and it's them holding their flashlights. And the the other two are just quintessential X Files uh, backlit. Totally, yeah. Smoky so, man, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Very cool images. So you got to check those out. We got it in the show notes. Two other little bits of news. Uh, last week we talked about Final or Friday the Thirteenth, the video game. Oh yeah, and we watched that trailer. Um, I can't remember if we watched it on real reviews or if we uh, did it on here. I'm pretty sure it was real reviews. But um, we mentioned there was a Kickstarter campaign. Well, this week they officially surpassed their goal. Oh nice! So Congrats. it looks like it is going to get made. Very cool. Um, that and also dealing with video games. <laughs> this uh, is so amazing. Nintendo <laughs> has announced that they are releasing a female Link. Oh, uh, so called weird. Linkle, um, <laughs> but it'll be released in the video game Hyrule Warriors Legends uh, for the 3DS spinoff. That's pretty cool. So I, I'm excited about this because this reminds me, you know, especially because we play, you know, Marvel Puzzle Quest and you have all these other things. But in the comic book realm, you have the female Thor, you have X23, X-23. you know, and that kind of thing. And I, I, I think this is really exciting and. And for me, I, I'm a, a long time Zelda fan. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, you know, female link, that's, I'm in. Uh, that's it for my news. Um, we have, uh, Marshall has a couple things. Plus, you know, we've been talking about Battlefront, but there's, of course, a couple other major video game releases this fourth quarter. So, uh, let's talk about those. Yeah, too. I want to talk about the, you know, there's obviously a new Call of Duty. I, I've fallen off the, you know, the shooter deal. Right. Uh, you know, the shooters that I play right now are Mass Effect, um, Fallout, you know, those kind of things. And speaking of Fallout, Fallout 4, uh, I'm, I, I can't 
I couldn't be more excited about it, yet again, didn't buy it. And it came out this past two days ago, on Tuesday. Right. Uh, great review so far. I can't wait to sink my teeth into it. But at the same time, I know that there's no chance of me playing it right now. So I may pick it up during my November break, but more likely I'll just wait till Christmas, play it then. Um, yeah, I've never actually played any of the Fallout games. I did try really the, good. well, I did try the mobile game that they came out with this mm-hmm. year, um, but it was very time intensive. Mm-hmm. And seriously, if you skip it for a day, you go back and, you know, all your people are dead. So. Yeah. Oh. And, and so it was hard to put time into it. I've played I've played most of the Fallout series. Uh, I've played... I, I just don't think I played the very first one, honestly. I played Fallout 2, 3, New Vegas. Um, I can't wait for Fallout 4. So uh, it's not something I'm pre-ordering, obviously. Right. But it, it's something I'm very interested in. And I know it's going to do well. And I've, I've heard good things about it. And again, I'd like to get my hands on it. I'm going to get it on PC. It'll be the first time on PC. I've had it on Xbox Previous to this, but I don't have a next gen console, so I would be, I would have to get on PC or buy a next gen console. Right. So it's one of those things. Uh, I have a couple other things in here before I get to my last thing. Uh, as far as movies go, did you see this little, did you see this? I did not. Okay, we'll check this out. So as we know, Tom Holland has been cast as the new Spider Man right. for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. As Peter Parker. As Peter Parker. But he is a gymnast. That's right, I did hear about this. And he is a former gymnast. He is insane. So you gotta check this out. And we'll, and we'll uh, as one does. Yeah. So, anyway, so Tom Holland, very talented. Yes. Obviously, very athletic. And I think he's gonna bring a lot. He's, what, 19? Yeah. He's gonna bring a lot to the role, I think. I'm very, I'm very excited. Yeah, he's one of because he was, uh, I mean, obviously I should know he's athletic because he did uh, Billy Elliot on Broadway. He was Billy Elliot. That's right, that's right. So, obviously, he has some boxing and you know, dance uh, experience as well. Uh, so last, one of the last things I have here, Wonder Woman uh, has started production. Right. And that's in England. And that's, that's pretty much the news. Yeah. The, uh, what, the, where I want to go with this is that it obviously means that Batman v Superman is, is wrapping up. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not done with principal shooting, it's, it's most likely already done and they're, they're going into post-production because, you know, it's coming out next year. Um, but the cool thing about that is actually tying back into Star Wars. Uh, they had already announced that the Captain America uh, Civil War is going to have a trailer on Star Wars. Right. Uh, they also announced, confirmed uh, the last couple of days, that X-Men Apocalypse is going to be oh, having a trailer on Force Awakens. And then um, the director of Batman v Superman, um, which is uh, Zack Snyder, right? Right. He's uh, come out and he said that they are going to release a Batman v Superman trailer before the end of the year. Okay. A lot of people are saying it just makes sense. I mean, it is not a Marvel or Disney property, but it just makes sense to put them in front of fanboys. Whether it's a Marvel property or not, it it doesn't make any sense to do it any other place. Exactly. You know, we're under no illusion Star Wars is going to make silly money and bring everybody to the theater. You're... These properties need to be clamoring to find a spot in, in front of this movie because it makes sense. You're going to get the, you're going to get the Marvel, you're going to get the stuff. fan base. You're going to get the Marvel Disney stuff, but you need to, to get as much geek in there as possible. Yeah. The only, they're other... going to do well with this, especially when we talked about last week with the, the flash issue that we're having with some of these 
maybe potential yeah. mistakes they're making, they need it. They need the only to other place that I think that would make sense logically is if they put it on the premiere of Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, and because that is a DC property. Yeah, but I mean, again, you're just talking about. I mean, that's just television TV versus, show, exactly. You know, and and it's not Star Wars. So I it's mean, I'm, I'm with you. Well, um, I mean, of course, they did release the Force Awakens trailer on Monday Night Football. Nah, that's a good point too. Touche, sir. So, um, so that's it. Now, your last bit of info is well. Real very quick personal. here on the yeah, but real quick here on the Wonder Woman thing too. Uh, basically, there's just hints. The Gal Gadot posted on her social networks. She's doing her morning workout, which is the best way to start my day. Um, Clay Enos, the official um, photographer, that's spelled wrong, for the you know Justice League films, also tweeted he's on his way to England. So it's happening. Yes. And so that's exciting. I'm pumped about that. Yeah. Um, last thing, yes, is, is, is a bit of a personal thing. Uh, today is Thursday. <laughs> We're recording a day late. Uh, I think after the weekend and the holiday and stuff, it, it makes sense. We're a little bit late. This could possibly come out on the day this happens. But um, San Diego Comic-Con, we already have to gear up for this. 2016 attendee pre-registration is happening on Saturday. What this means is people who have attended attended San Diego Comic-Con last year, if they activated their badge from last year, have the opportunity to buy tickets this Saturday. And as awesome as as it would be, to be able to go on and buy our tickets because I could buy for someone else. Right. Um, we've, one, already, we've already applied for press passes. We've, we've applied for press passes. The press pass window is well after. It's a month. It's basically December 18th or 19th or something like right. that when that closes. So we won't even find out about press passes till like January, February maybe. Right. The issue I'm having with this is that I don't want to... This is the one thing that I have an issue with, with the way Comic-Con does their ticketing and stuff. And I get if I'm not press and I become press, it makes sense that I'm having this issue. But I've been pressed before. Right. You know, and I haven't been pressed the last two years, but I was the two before. And so what I'm trying to figure out is do I, and I'm going to log in on Saturday and see if I get in. If I get into the, lo- uh, into right. the, into the room, I might pick up our passes, but you know, I don't have a spare $350 just to throw at this right now, really. So I might let it pass, but the problem is if we don't get our press passes, then where are we at? Exactly. And so if you're listening, uh, Comic-Con, which you're not, uh, I, I, I do have an issue with the way this is happening, but, and also they don't give you any heads up. No. Whatsoever. Like I get paid once a month. In the past, this just, they, I literally got the email today. Today's Thursday. Yep. I heard about it on Twitter two days ago. Okay, I didn't get the email to t- about three hours ago. Yeah, and, and here we be- are. Yeah, and this is before our next payday. Yeah, and I don't get paid till the end of the month. So right now, I could probably scramble the money together. Right. But I mean, I shouldn't have to. Exactly. Give, give me, give me a month. Yeah, you know, give us a little heads up. So I don't know. I mean, we're going either way. So. What it comes down to is we, if we don't get our press passes, we just don't go into the event, but we just go. So we'll figure it out. Yeah, we will figure it out. And this time we will stay in a hotel. <laughs> oh, so staying in a hotel. Um, and I forgot to do my fantasy football. I didn't. And, and that's it for our, uh, for pop culture. Oh crap. Oh, so we're done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the fantasy football. Uh, all right. So 
I, I just wanted to throw that out there. If you are also pre-registering for Comic-Con, definitely let us know. You know, how are you doing? Did you get in? Did you not get in? It's going to be hectic. And I hate having a hectic Saturday like that, you know. And every time anything comes up with Comic-Con, it's hectic. So, so I guess that's it, buddy. That is it. Thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast. Uh, if you have comments or questions or want to read the blogs discussed on the show, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, and, of course, Votor Network. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at IMO Griggs. We're on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Of course, give us a time. Give us some social media love. We like that, right? And audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. And of course, patreon.com slash usual podcast. Support us. We love it. Yep. And we love um, it. anything else, my friend? No, that's it. Uh, just, uh, you know, be sure to keep uh, an eye out for our spinoffs coming soon. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. have a new real reviews in the works. Uh, we are. We have a com- comic in the works too. We have a comic one in the works and our arrow special edition is coming, uh, real quick. Um, some Maybe of us, than later. some of us needs to catch up Look, really man, quick. Give and, me a couple days. And there's a whole bunch of news. Indeed. So we yeah, have- we have a lot to cover and, uh, thanks for tuning in with us and giving us our, giving us feedback. And man, you know, if you like what we're doing, please tell us, tell us, or if you hate what we're doing, tell us too, but tell we're, we're, we're going to hate you. <laughs> No, we won't. Just kidding. Just Marshall will. I will. I I hold a grudge for a long period of time. You do. Seriously, I've been in the box for fifteen years. Indeed. And uh, with that, um, I guess we'll we'll see you all next. We'll week. see you next week. <laughs>